Welcome to the first podcast of Clear and Candid. This is Vincent Trulia. I'm an international economist with over 40 plus years experience. My specialty is international economics and political risk around the world. What I'm going to talk about today is whether or not the U.S. is still considered a AAA credit risk. Quite frankly, by most measures, the U.S. is well on its way to being below AAA. Now, we have to be very careful here because when we talk about ratings such as AAA or AA or single A or whatever, we're talking about something very specific. We're measuring whether or not a treasury security, treasury bond, will be paid on time. That's very different from measuring whether or not owning that security is good for an investor over time. I am not a financial advisor. I do not give investment recommendations, but I am a very experienced credit analyst for sovereigns. Therefore, it is highly likely that the U.S. would repay any bonds it issues at the exact amount that the bond was denominated in. However, the key, I think, for any investor over time is would you want to own that instrument, own that security over time? That is a very different question. If you're asking that question, the second question, then it is clear that it seems to make very little sense to buy long-term U.S. Treasury bonds because the interest rates are phenomenally low. But the risk going forward of, to the value of those existing bonds is quite high. What do I mean? Well, we're likely to see interest rates over time rise. In fact, it's inevitable. And when the interest rates rise, the value of existing bonds falls. Therefore, if you own the bond and have kept the bond, it's worth less and less and less as time passes. Why am I so sure that interest rates on these treasury bonds will rise? First of all, you don't have to be an economic genius to figure out that the U.S. government is completely addicted to massive increases in debt. In the old days, we would talk about deficits of half a trillion dollars or a trillion dollars as being completely unacceptable. But today it means nothing, especially given the COVID-19 crisis, for us to be talking about deficits that go into the multi-trillions of dollars in any given year. 
Now that in and of itself is not the sole source of the problem. Because traditionally, if the federal government borrowed such large amounts of money, interest rates on those securities would have risen substantially. However, the enabler to the debt addiction in the United States is the Federal Reserve. Surely, when the Federal Reserve acted in concert with the U.S. Treasury in the period of the Great Recession in 2008-2009, that made perfect sense. It would be of a short-term duration. However, the Federal Reserve continues to allow more and more money to be created and is artificially keeping down interest rates. However, the reality is that, as with a drug addiction, the drug addict needs more and more stimulus, and the enabler will continue to provide the means for that stimulus to continue. But reality will eventually set in. And when that reality sets in, there will be a massive adjustment in interest rates and the prices of existing treasury securities. Would you want to hold those securities knowing that over time their value will fall sharply? This is inevitable. It cannot be avoided. The only thing we can talk about is the timing of such an adjustment. My experience as a country risk analyst over these many decades is that when adjustments begin, they appear to come out of the blue and are usually triggered by some unforeseen event. By definition, a crisis must be unforeseen in the details behind it. Otherwise, it's simply a problem. I guarantee you there will be a crisis related to the massive buildup of federal government debt as long as the Fed keeps interest rates artificially low. Just think about it. In this kind of an environment where Congress is talking about trillions more in stimulus, you can get a 30-year mortgage for as low, with a fixed rate, for as low as 2.65%. This makes zero sense. It is an artificial creation. And as any artificial creation exists, it can disappear when people no longer believe in the reality that stands behind it. I am not happy to be talking about this, and I never thought I would be talking about this as related to the United States. I'm usually talking about these issues with third world countries. However, for a variety of reasons, 
the United States is now entering a very risky period, especially over the next two to five years. We'll just have to wait and see. Next time, I'll be talking about how some people are beginning to look to alternatives to try to avoid dealing with the eventual coming risks that we see. Thank you for listening.